0: Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome, you guys. I want to say welcome to everybody for my first episode ever of my podcast. I'm uh, recording my podcast right now. I'm very happy. This music is what I use to get fired up. This is how I start my day. This is how I start all my uh, things. I might be looking away sometimes, but this is how we do it. Let me make up my ketones because I have this energy thanks to my ketones that I drink daily. You know, this is something I can't miss, drinking my ketones. Cold water, water sometimes with icy water. My favorite. As usual, I have my strawberry lemonade. My favorite one, and as promised, um, in the beginning of the week, I did a post about mental health uh, because, you know, we are in the Mental Health Awareness Month, and I wanted to put emphasis on on mental health, you know? Uh, I'm a Latina, and um, we all know in the Latino community, you have to be tough, Uh, your family, wants you to be tough. We are a generation of immigrants that go, uh, yeah, that leave their country to go to another country for a better life, uh, for a better experience, some of us. Um, just commodity um, to give our kids a better future, right? So, um, how does mental health works in this case? Very easy. You grow up as a Latino to not be weak, to not show weakness. And that puts a lot, a lot of pressure on a lot of people, a lot of young women and men growing up. Um, The society expects that you make money, that you have your family. So the pressure is really on. Really, really on. So I just want to take a moment and say thank you to our parents that moved. Thank you for the parents that left their country to travel to another unknown place. And give us the best life. Because that's what they did. So if you're Latino or you're just a descendant of an immigrant, be grateful for this opportunity because thanks to them, you are where you are in the country that you're living. Um, Maybe not the best life that you want to, but you can surely create it. Um, It took a lot of courage. And I think it took a lot of balls actually to just move And say I'm I'm going there, and I'm going to do the best I can. That burning desire to help my family, help my kids. So thank you, thank you to all the immigrants. Back to I have my own story about uh, mental health. I had a, a great mom. My mom always encouraged me to feel good, and to be the best I could be, and to show. That I could do more, you know. Uh, I was a crybaby. I still am a crybaby. I just a very emotional person. I'm high sensitive. If some people know what it is, that means you, on top of your own crazy feelings, you can feel other people's feelings as well. So it's a tough. It's a tough, right? It's it's really tough. But that's okay, you know. That's make us stronger and uh, makes one. More- makes me, of made me, want to be just anyone else, or even better than anyone else. But um, I have my own story, as I told you before, and is more, I have been depressed. I have known depression. I'm not depressed anymore. I have to make it clear, I am a different individual today than I was a couple years ago. And maybe that's because I have children. I I have my children and I'm a drive, but um, mental health, depression, bipolar, maybe disease, um, are things that just, they affect your life daily. They get you stuck in situations that maybe you don't want to be in, but that you are stuck in and that's what i had like almost my whole life i think i have been depressed since i was a little girl and i didn't even know it, what what it was and now i am i realizing that now that i have children i want my children to be happy i want i don't want my children to be depressed to get depression um when i was a little girl i always got really depressed every time I saw the Miss Universe, because I wasn't like those Miss, Misses, Miss Universe of Mirror's Miss, Miss Worlds. I wasn't like those women, and I wasn't I w- I wasn't like my sisters. I was totally different, and they booed before it. Um, maybe you can say, oh, this Brothers and sisters stuff. They bullied each other. It's totally cute. It's totally funny. Not, it's not. Um, I was bullied that I was a fat kid, that I was never going to have a boyfriend, and that I was never going to marry. I have children, uh, by my sisters, and that is something that um, just, I believe that. I really believe that. I'm not the same as you. I don't look like you. The summer one. I don't look like it. I have a different hair. I have a different skin tone. Okay, my nose is almost the same, but I wasn't thinking that as a child. And uh, my mom used to tell me, yes, you are going to get married. You are going to get children and you are going to be fine. But I didn't believe it because my sisters didn't tell me that I could. And my mom thought like a very long time, she even, even bought me some mini help books. There was like three inches these books and they were motivational and they were telling you to a lot of affirmations. I had two of those books, those mini books, and I used to read them all the time. And I used to believe what the book said because it was a book. That's my that was my first introduction of to reading i didn't like to read at school so but after that i believed i could and my mom always told me but i realized that now that i should be very careful very very careful for what my mouth said because what i said comes from my mind and comes from my heart and i could potentially harm someone with what i said I didn't know it then, but I know now what she meant. Um, I was too depressed to know that those were, were words telling me that your mind is super powerful and it can do great things, but also can do a lot of damage. Um, in my teen years, I was strong, vocal, I thought I was fat all the time. High school, you name it. Insecurities coming. me in. I knew I was good in what I did. I was doing great in school. I still was insecure. I was depressed. I didn't w I I didn't want to see people. I just went home after school and locked myself up in the bedroom in my bedroom and just study it and watch television and never go, I never went anywhere. Then I, I just had a friend and my mom was very careful. So I wasn't able to go to her house all the time. Um, my mom did know I was depressed, um, but I wasn't that depressed that I could like kill myself yet or harm anyone. I just was depressed. like I couldn't sleep. My mind was hunting me. Um, I was screaming help, and my mom knew this in some way, and she was just guiding me through it. Um, I can tell you that anything I set my mind to do, uh, to do I, admo- I accomplished nothing, but depression always was in the back. I, and when my, ma- my mother passed, when my mom passed, it was just, um, I want, just wanted to honor her in my depression. Like, <laughs> it was so, so crazy. I got very depressed. I planned to kill myself many times. I gained a lot of weight. Um... And everybody was like, okay, you have gained a lot of weight, you're getting fat, and uh, this isn't bad, you should take take more care of yourself. But nobody knew how depressed I was. Nobody knew that this was depression. Nobody knew that I would try to kill myself every week. And I did this. I cleaned my room very well. I packed all my stuff. I took a shower. And I have these I ha- I have these medications that wasn't even supposed to get and I have them and I will drink like five or six and go to sleep and then I was like okay this is the day you know this is the day it's going to happen but then I woke up like a zombie and it. It didn't it didn't manage. I didn't manage to kill myself once again. Then some lights came into my life. I would just go on and depression just kept me from socializing. Depression kept me from meeting the right people in my life. Depression kept me from achieving more than I wanted to. I always wanted to make YouTube videos, when they started to get popular, like a vlog or something. I always wanted to write a blog. I always wanted to do radio or a a radio show or a radio scene on YouTube. But my depression just kept me from showing my face. It kept me from judgment. I was super afraid of judgment. Um... I, I didn't have the weight I have now, but I was more conscious about weight. I always try, was trying to lose weight. I couldn't lose weight. And I was just like, if you didn't like me with when I was like normal weight, skinny, why would you like me now that I'm a fat ass, you know? that That's depression. That's your mind. Uh, making tricks on you, so you don't go forward. And that's very hard. That's something that we need to be conscious about. Um, Be conscious about the people in our surroundings. Like, if I had somebody at that time telling me, no, you're beautiful, you can do it. If I had somebody at the time, telling me no you you're gonna rock this um, Depression just stood in my way of making the right choices to be honest, but I don't regret those choices because those choices make me who I am today. I mean I failed at killing myself a couple of times uh, so because I wanna I didn't want i did not want to jump off, of a, off a building or jump in front of a car or jump in front of a train or just cut my wrist. Uh, I'm afraid of <laughs> I didn't want to do that, I could tell you that. Um, spills seem, just seemed like, like the perfect mix for me to just be f- peacefully dead, you know? And I everything I did in my life was at that time was just to prepare myself to kill myself. Like yes, I was going to school. Yes, I had I wanted to get a degree. Yes, I I was going to to be successful. And because I wanted to be remembered that I was successful, that I did make a difference. I started my own company when I was 22 years old. i uh, maybe 23. And I did that to just pay for my funeral. That's pathetic, right? that you just want to make money to be able to pay for your own funeral. That's crazy. That's, that's messed up. That's depression, people. That is depression. I mean, I don't know how every time I got a sign that that wasn't the path I needed to go. Every time I got something in my life that just woke me up and helped me to go on, you know? And it's crazy. It's like I wasn't supposed to die young. I wasn't supposed I get it a, a deja vu all the time. Like, I have been here before. I've done this before. I know how to do this. Um, every time I get a new chance to do something, maybe that I liked to do and I tried to be good at, it, but every time was like, I wouldn't give you another chance for you to start again. Every time. And because you're depressed, you don't see it, but now I see it. Now that I'm 36 years old, I see it, right? It's very special. It's a special thing. Depression makes a lot of things. Your mind, so they play games, so you never know if what you're thinking is real actually. Then, um, it it came a time in my life that um, I seemed to be happy, I seemed very happy. I, but in my back of my mind, I have uh, that voice, this silent animal. In my mind telling me to kill myself to put an end of it because i had no future that's what i thought i was like okay i got a dog Um, i had the, the the information from the doctor said i couldn't have children so i got a dog and he was my baby i loved him and I was so happy with him and he helped me so much. He really, it sounds weird, but he gave me a reason to live. I'm missing him right now because he's abroad and I haven't been able to bring him back. But he saved my life at that moment. He really saved my life. Um, But then depression took Ahead of me again, you know, and I went to work abroad. I took him with me. I got really, really depressed. Um, I didn't want to go out, I was like binge eating. I was telling myself, I'm if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die eating whatever I want. Like, let me eat. I was losing weight, and then it stopped because I started to gain weight to die again because I wanted to kill myself again. And then something else happened in my life, and I just went back, and and I was basically planning my funeral. I joined this insurance for my funeral. I was looking funeral homes. I was looking for arrangements. I was looking for the perfect outfit to be buried in. Um, I told my nephew, if anything happens to me, here are the papers that you need to get my inheritance. That I didn't have money at all at the time, but... So everything is yours. Everything I have is yours. I will tell everybody the same. If if something happens to me tomorrow, please know that he can have everything I have right now. Even my dog. I told my niece, his sister, um, where the papers were, if something happens to me. This is the papers I made a list of phone numbers that needed to be called. I need, I made uh, photos of the pictures that I that I how I wanted to get presented to the world. I'm on my in my coffin. I gave instructions to uh, get cremated, and then I just planned a vacation. That was my my vacation. Um depression was really, really coming to an end, you know? And and so it happens that um that vacation saved my life completely. Mm-hmm. That vacation made me the woman I am today. I got pregnant in that vacation. I went back and I was working to I would just Working to to finish everything so I can have enough money to leave to my nephew, you know, so I have, I have I can give him an inheritance so he can start his life. And I got pregnant. The woman that couldn't get pregnant on the natural way got pregnant, and basically that gave me life. Getting pregnant of that boy, it just uh, I knew it was a boy, and it just changed my life. He saves my life. Um, and that moment right there, when that test came positive, that's a funny story for another podcast. Actually, I just decided that I couldn't be depressed, that I couldn't stop living, that I needed to stay alive to provide for his boy and that I couldn't leave this boy alone I couldn't I could not i I lost my mom when I was twenty and I my kid wasn't going to lose his mom ever I said the day I'll die I hope you're really old and I die of natural causes and I have a lot of grandchildren when I die because I'm not going to to allow you to suffer. I'm not going to allow you to be alone in this world. I'm not going to allow anybody to give you a different education than what I want to give you. So that day I decided just depression was going to be over. And depression wasn't going to get me any more. And I'm telling you, uh Nine months later, not not really. Six months later, he was born. Three months later, I was pregnant again. And nine months later, I had my second miracle. And ever since, every step that I made, every decision, every step that I took and every decision that I made was based on the future of those children. And I decided to speak out. I decided to tell my story. If I have, if I can help anybody just overcome depression, I will. Anybody with children, small, big, any teenagers, because I used to be a co- I used to be a team coach, uh, coaching teenagers overcome their problems and they are in fixing their relationship with their parents not even that saved me from depression doing good didn't save me from depression right now doing good i have so much life in my life in, in my in my body i have so much abundance in my heart and my soul I want to help so many people as possible. I want to help myself, help others. You know, the leaders always is the learner. The leaders are the students to the world. So we can teach you how to do it. And I have learned so many things, so many skills. My knowledge has increased a thousand times after I had my miracles. Because they're totally miracle babies and everything I do right now, it's for them, Is for you. If I can help you, if I can support you, uh, anybody that's listening to this, please be aware of their surroundings. The person that laughs the hardest, the person that smiles the biggest, did have depression. I am, I have a bubbly personality. I'm very outspoken. I'm very strong on the outside. Now I am on the inside and I know I'm above here also, very strong and very outspoken. My EQ and my, my AQ are just developed to a level that I didn't even know was possible. So, Having this depression just helped me understand where are you coming from, helped me understand that if you can get out of a depression. You don't need to have babies to get out, that you just need to train your mindset. Totally. You have to nurture your mindset to be able to overcome depression. Your mindset, your mind, so powerful. If you fill your mind with faith, if you fill your mind with belief, everything, everything you want to achieve, is going to happen. This part two. This is part two because I got cut off on my first uh, podcast. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you. Um, be strong are you having issues overcoming depression talk to anyone that you feel connected to um be honest speak out say i'm battling with depression help me what can i do to help you if you're listening to this what can i do what do you need me to do to help you we can go through your goals and we can make a successful story out of you. You can achieve anything you want with your mindset and just live a happy, prosperous life with a lot of abundance, a lot of friends that care for you. Please save this podcast. If it's something for you, share it with your friends. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful if you listened to the end. If this helped you, let me know if it helped you. Um, My podcast is about life, coaching, and opportunities. So if you want some coaching on your life, on your business, or any project that you're into right now, if you want me to look into your opportunities that you have, Um, create new opportunities for you with the power of ketones i'm going to say yes i can help you with that, especially if you have low energy low focus let's work on it let's get better let's be one percent better every day mentally on this from the soul and in this universe it's very important to do good and be good so thank you very much till the next time and uh, let me know if you have a topic that you want me to talk about and see you in the next time Thank you very much.